This is Scripture Read Badly. A podcast where two grown-up pastor's kids discuss the stories of the Bible in chronological order. Attempting to avoid heresy and generally having a good time. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Ryan. Sit back and rejoice. Today's reading comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 18. For in much wisdom is much vexation, and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. So if you don't want to be sad, be a fool. That's my whole life goal. Hmm. I'm Ryan. This is Scripture Read Badly. Welcome. And I'm Jeremy, and I also would like to welcome you to this. (laughs) Great. Now that we're all sufficiently welcomed, we are talking about the story of Noah today. And it spans three chapters um, and begins in chapter six of Genesis with the uh, the sons of God. So, um, Jeremy, why don't you take us away with a a brief summary of what happens throughout the the uh, so you have this interesting introduction with the sons of God, whatever they are, and they have relations with the women of God. I mean, the women of the world and they have children. And that's discussed a little bit, but not really. It's kind of odd. And from what I've heard and read, no one has, like, a definitive answer. They just have, like, fantasy imaginings of what that could all mean. Um, And then you have this main character come on the scene, Noah, who is of the line of Seth, question mark? Yes. (laughs) And who is of Adam. And he seems like to be a pretty good old bloke and knows the Lord and the Lord somehow communicates to him that he needs to build a boat and that boat is going to save humanity because humanity has gotten so corrupt that if God left us to our own devices we would destroy ourselves so he Mm. says oh alright I'm going to take some good people out and almost start again but it's not really a starting again it's just uh, saving the human race from destroying itself Mm. Uh, now, before we get too stuck into this, Jeremy, how did you go about preparing for this week's episode? I definitely have jet lag, so I did not sleep today. <laughs> I read through it this morning, took some notes, and then we watched a movie that I definitely only slept through some of. I'm proud of me. <laughs> how about yourself? Well, uh, I too watched that, that same movie. Oh, it was good. And I stayed awake through it all. Um much, I think, to my own dismay, <laughs> it, it was 2014's Noah starring Russell Crowe and Hermione Granger. I mean, <laughs> what's her name? Ms. Granger. Um, so, yes, that was mainly to uh, to get a different perspective yep. on the story of Noah. Which was always good. Because it is a little bit of a different perspective, and it features some rock and Transformer things. Yep, they were good. Uh, they ended up being pretty cool, but uh, also... Are they biblical? I don't know. Uh, let's let's talk about these sons of God at the beginning of chapter six. It says the sons of God looked upon the daughters of man and chose whoever they wanted and had children by them. Um, my ESV study Bible says that there could be three different options for who these sons of God are and the different combinations. Uh, so the sons of God could be fallen angels. Since elsewhere it describes the angels in heaven as not marrying, like in Mark 12. Um, So maybe the fallen angels could marry, 
maybe. Ooh. Um, another explanation is that they could be tyrannical human judges or kings, maybe demon-possessed. Yep, possibly. Um, and then they could also be the followers or sons of God, meaning descendants of Seth, and they married ungodly daughters, that is, the daughters uh, of man. okay. So that's... I, I don't think scholars can agree. No. Because it's a bit confusing. Uh, okay, so referencing um, the Noah film, yeah. were they trying to say that the rock monsters were the fallen angels after they'd done bad? Or they actually looked like that when they got married? Because <laughs> no one should marry someone who looks like that. <laughs> Yeah, just a, a word of advice from here at Scripture Read Badly. Uh, if you are considering courting and marrying a giant rock monster, please reconsider. Even an ant. You don't want that. That's a tree name. <laughs> Besides, they can never find the ant wives. So. No. Yeah. Um, all right, so we move on from there. In verse 3, it says that God um, numbers man's years at 120. And it's clearly not followed out for a few generations. No, not at all. Would that mainly be because they need to start again? Uh, uh, I had some family? thoughts on this. I've just got to figure out where I put them. Right. Uh, oh, that's what. Okay, maybe the writers reported it after the fact. And so maybe God didn't directly say, oh... I want people to live less. Maybe they just started living less, and then the writers were like, what the? Why is everyone living less? Oh, it must be God. And then maybe God explained himself after the fact. All right. Instead of being like, all right, soon everyone's not going to live so long, and then humanity's like, what? I guess it never says who God says that to. Yeah, exactly. So God could just be speaking to himself. (laughs) himself. He's like, hey, guys, so I think 120 years is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, and we won't tell them for <laughs> We won't tell them until it's years. time to write it. <laughs> because, yeah, because, and I wonder why he didn't want that. Yeah. Was it because the earth was filling up, or was it because people were marrying too weird, and he was just like, if they're just 120, then they can have some children, and then retire and have a good time, and then right. die? Maybe it was because when... Uh, when people lived so long, if they were just even slightly off course initially, yeah, and their hearts true. were a little bit evil, 500 years down the line, they'd be tyrants and yeah. and wickedness would spread quicker. Yeah. Maybe. That too. Your body would be so wrecked. Well, yeah, but they must have aged differently. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't imagine Noah being a 600-year-old man that looks like Yoda. Yeah. That's building an arc. Just had four replacement hips. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get another one. She's like, you are 800 year old. How many hips do you have? Oh, Multiples. man. Okay, uh, verse four brings up the Nephilim. And, and at this point, I'm completely out. All right, over to Ryan. <laughs> um, like you, Jeremy, I have heard many arguments for or against uh, the Nephilim uh, in in varying degrees, some people think that they were the uh, those. Uh, well, it, it seems fairly clear that verses one and two, when they talk about the sons of God and the daughters of man, that kind of formed the Nephilim, the warriors, the yeah. people of renown. Um, some people believe that 
Nephilim are still around today and they're kind of like incognito in like Kevin Durant maybe he is a Nephilim we don't know Michael Jackson he he probably was one probably a Nephilim definitely a man of renown um okay so it also says that the Nephilim were around also after the flood and so then numbers 13 33 implies that uh, their descendants became the, the sons of Anak. Okay. Like the, the giants and Goliath and whatnot. And they're the people that they see in Canaan. They're like, whoa, there's giants everywhere. There's the descendants of the Nephilim. Um, so like demigods. Yeah. Um, yep, I have no clue. If you have any thoughts on the Nephilim, email us, scripture at badly at gmail.com. Um, yeah, because there was, there was that huge tall guy in like Ripley's Believe It or Not or whatever it is and the Guinness Book of Records and nobody suspected Wilson. that he was no. a Nephilim and then there was that huge Chinese bloke too like there are people who are born who just end up being ridiculously big yeah so but, it could have been one of them they're yeah. just like whoa this guy's gotta be some kind of angelic being but okay we so, can't find any shoes to fit in so the thing is if if they were uh, demon possessed people mm. that had babies with non-demon possessed people. Oh, demon babies. So then they might be half demon babies. True. So then maybe that Gives warps their genetics and then makes them tall True. and strong. So maybe that was what caused it and that's why they were around afterwards because people got demon possessed again. That's just one theory. Um, you just put silver yeah. on them, right? Yeah. They're allergic to silver. That's right. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Just put some silver. Um, yep. That's that's all my thoughts on the Nephilim. Sweet. Let's skip. Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the saddest passages in all the Bible. Yep, God looked upon everything that he'd done with regret because every intention of man's heart was evil. So sad. And a Calvinist, predestinationalist, would say, oh, yeah, he knew that would happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, he regretted it. So then he started thinking about how to fix it, or how to start again. Yeah, so th- that's the thing. I was I was reading about this earlier, and I feel like this is like a uh, uh, an extreme case of repentance. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the word repent, it means to turn around and do the opposite. And God created everything, and then he turned around, he repented, yep. he was full of remorse, and he did the opposite. He destroyed everything except for a certain remnant, um, which means, I mean, it's not exact uh, representation of repentance, but you can see that uh, he had a change of heart. And uh, it said that he was grieved to his heart. Hmm. I feel like that is, it's one of the, I don't know, it's its a very emotional way to put it. Yeah. Um, yes. So in verse 8... I was thinking about Methuselah because it says that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And so then I was thinking, if Methuselah, the son of Enoch, didn't find favor in the eyes of the Lord, then was he corrupt? Um, But I I don't really know about that. And then I moved on to verse 9, and then it talks about Noah being blameless in his generation. So then that, uh, that led me to believe that God was more concerned about the future. Yep. Because uh, Methuselah would have been on his last legs if he was still alive. The time <laughs> oh, the last legs, because he's had so many hip replacements. 
<laughs> so many. He's had complete leg replacements yep. at that stage. He's more machine than man now. Yep. He's the Terminator, the um, original. I was referencing Star Wars because Star Wars does the Bible, but um, Terminator oh, works too. Now, the Earth was filled with violence. Uh, the Noah movie did a very good job of depicting the, uh, the yep. corruption of humanity. I thought that was really cool and really creepy and weird and gross yep. and, and all that. Um, good job on, on their part for that. But that just... Uh, that had me thinking about Cain. Yep. And the, the trajectory that Cain caused humanity to go down um, after he killed his brother. Yeah. And then, then we... Uh, last week we read about uh, his descendant Lamech saying uh, 70 times whatever yeah. uh, revenge and all that because he killed a man for harming him and so it seems to me that um, the corruption of humanity and violence go hand in hand here yep. um, it'd be pretty this is also one of those moments where uh, if we don't read it through the the vision or the eyeglass the lens that's the word I'm looking for we don't read it through the lens of Jesus Mm -hmm. this thing gets quite uncomfortable like God just killed everyone what sort of God is he but when you look at God's character through history and when you look at Jesus God wouldn't kill that many people unless we were so corrupt that we had to be killed Mm. like we were going to destroy ourselves and that was the only way that we could have been stopped to destroy ourselves yeah and so it's just interesting that he finds favor oh no no noah finds favor in the lord's eyes so much that god can be like this is my plan mm-hmm. and i need your help to make it happen yeah 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 because even in this in this movie that we watched um god is depicted as a very distant and uh very vague just <laughs> super vague, vague and kind of just here's a weird disinterested dream. yeah have a crack at it <laughs> it was it was really funny as we were watching this we were we we're thinking wait doesn't the bible say that god told noah yeah. the exact measurements and how to build the ark yeah. and that he was going to do x y and z and then in this movie we see noah has this scary dream where he sees the end of the world mm-hmm. and he wakes up thinking i have to do something about this yep. and then he goes to his grandpa methuselah and he's like did he tell you anything? No, he didn't tell me anything. Well, let me tell you what what God says in the Bible. Classic Methuselah. Methuselah was basically a Jedi in that movie. Yep. He was pretty cool. And he loved berries. Okay. Um, so we're moving on to arc measurements. I do not want to get into the specifics of this. But it was like a big floating warehouse. Yeah. And um, God said that he's going to wipe out everything within which is the breath of life. So, in Genesis, only man had the breath of life. Oh. So, that would be why he was sparing all the animals. Yep. I guess. So, all of the animals on the earth were on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, everyone. Get in. Get in, little pups. I'm sure it felt like that to them at at some stage. But, uh, yes. So, Noah obviously was an exception. Noah and his family... And his sons had wives obviously taken from the corrupt world at the time. Um, yet, they were all included in the promise because God is gracious. Which is an interesting thing to say when you're talking about God wiping out the majority of humanity. Yep. 
Um, okay, so two of all flesh, it says in verse 19, male and female. And so my question there was, what if there was a liger or a mule or something that couldn't breed, oh. that couldn't have any babies? Were there any ligers on the ark? Maybe. And maybe it was let out and it went and just hung out by itself and then died. Hmm. Yep. And then they ate it, maybe. Yeah. Because that became a thing after the flood subsided. Verse 21 says, take every sort of food aboard. How much food would they have had? Probably two Big Macs each. Per, per animal? Per animal? Yep. Oh, per day, sorry. Not just two Big Macs <laughs> for 90 days or whatever it was. Um, but yep. in the movie also, referencing again, they slept. Yeah, they, they had some kind of herbal remedy yeah. that put everyone to sleep. And not the humans somehow. Yeah. So maybe they didn't eat. Maybe it was a miraculous thing mm. that they fasted. Yeah, all the animals fasted for 150 days, um, 300 days or whatever it ended up being. Um, I wrote here that it, it would have been like we bought a zoo, except uh, the future of creation depended on them. Oh, true. It so, would have been quite important. Yeah. And if God is going to give him all these measurements, he probably included like, oh, yeah, and pack some um, some sandwiches, eh? Yeah. <laughs> probably some cans of Spam. Don't, don't, don't forget your tucker. Um, yes, it would have been quite a zoo aboard there, especially since they did not sleep. Um, yeah. So, chapter 7, verse 2, uh, outlines the specifics of animals that are to be more than two. The seven of every clean animal, uh, a couple of unclean animals, and uh, seven pairs of birds. So Which I was, they used to throw out of the window later. Yeah, find the land. <laughs> that's right. Go on, buddy. Just in case. See what happens. Um, yeah, let's take 14 of every bird aboard <laughs> because we're going to throw a lot of them away and they're not going to come back. Um, so I wonder, did because the birds obviously are eaten by a lot of animals, oh. would they have required more birds to, uh, to kind of get out there and... And multiply like they were meant to. Oh, true. Well, I didn't think about that one. Hmm. The chain of death. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The food chain. Um, it definitely came into being in uh, chapter nine, but we'll get there. Uh, Noah had no concept of rain. Nobody had ever seen rain. Oh yeah. So that would be freaky. Until then, the water had just come out of the earth and yep. watered all the plants. Um, Yep, we have no concept of what that would have been like. Just like they would have no concept of what rain would have been like. Although they could they could pour water out of a jar. Yeah. So they would have thought, well, that it'd be like that coming from the sky. But I wonder if he gave him a tester. Like, if he was on a walk one day and God was just like, this is what rain's going to be like. Beep, 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 beep. So he didn't freak out at the time. And he understood why he needed a boat. Because I wonder if he had seen right. floods either. Or like lots of water in a place yeah I mean he probably would have seen ponds and rivers and lakes and sure. whatnot. so they would have had boats but uh, I don't know if he'd ever seen an ark yeah I don't know if anybody had any concept of what an ark actually was he could have just been calling it a dinghy yeah and then later on they're like wait that was a little bit bigger than a dinghy it was kind of like a floating warehouse that's called an ark yeah and I wonder how many arks were built after that or if that was the last one for generations Hmm. Like, no more cruise ships. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the, the Ark sat there on Mount Ararat for quite a while, True. so they would have all known what it looked like. Um, yeah. But it probably wouldn't have been like the beginning of Moana, where they just hide the boats away inside the island and then... Still haven't seen Moana or the Frozen movie. Right, okay. But I know most of the words to let it go because of children. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout I know, out to children. I know most of the words to let it go because of adults. Oh. Um... Shout out to adults. Shout out to adults. Everybody listening is welcome. The scripture read badly. Yeah, you are. Um, okay, so the flood came seven days after they entered the ark. I read verse ten of chapter seven and flipped out. I'd never, I'd never read it like that before. So it said they entered the ark and then seven days later, oh. the water filled. So it everywhere. wasn't. Whoa! It's raining. Get in the boat. It wasn't like in the movie Noah, where everyone's like, I'm going to get aboard the ark. I'm going to be safe. Um, Instead, no, they went aboard and they're just living there. Getting used to the the place, you know, setting up decorations and making it feel like home. And then seven days later, it begins to rain. And then boom. Then boom. The Lord shut them in, in verse 16. And there was a lot of rain, 40 days, 40 nights. And uh, 40 days, that's a month. Yeah, how long am I gonna be here? Three, three weeks. weeks. Yep, yeah. So that's not even that. That is a long time, unless you're having a lot of fun, which yeah. they may not have been. I I think I probably would have gone crazy, yeah, a L- little bit crazy. Uh, maybe not crazy enough to kill my own offspring. Oh, Another definitely not. reference to the Noah movie. Um, so verse 19 says that mountains all over the earth were covered. Covered by 6.75 meters of water at least. That is 18 cubits or something like that. So my question is, if it was over the entire Earth, that is, if humanity had spread from where Eden was in the Middle East all over the entire globe, and the whole thing was flooded, that means Mount Everest would have been uh, 6.75 meters underwater. Whoa. And Mount Everest is almost nine kilometers high. Yep. So Global warming. Yep. That is a very, very high very flood. Quick. Yep. Um Or if it was just that region, because it was quite flat, so it didn't really take that long to Because how big was Ararat? I should Google it later. Hmm. But apparently that region of the world isn't super mountainous. No, no. And I don't know how fast an ark would travel in 40 days. Would it get down to Tibet? Uh, I don't know. How far away is that? I I guess that's the thing. If if God didn't flood the entire planet, but he flooded the world, wherever humanity was, then he would have to take into account how far... On which it direction go. it would travel. Yeah. Interesting. But, as we sometimes say on this show, this isn't a science textbook. <laughs> it didn't give us all the details. We are neither theologians nope. or scientists. Um, I'm the opposite of a scientist. I'm a... I don't know what that would be. An A-scientist? A cookie maker. A cookie chef. <laughs> a biscuit chef. That's the opposite of science. <laughs> a biscuit chef. Awesome. Uh, so there, there was 150 days of stillness. Ooh, so that's five months of stillness after the 40 days and 40 nights of okay. rain. So that was already getting up towards 200 days. Um, and then in chapter 8, verse 1, it says, God remembered Noah 
I love rain. Oh, yeah, oh it's so, so nice and calm in the world. It's so quiet. I can finally do my crossword in peace. Oh, oh yeah, so those guys. Do you remember those guys in the ark? It's funny when the Bible says that. Like, yeah. But God remembered. Because you never know if, if it just meant that's when he started doing things yeah. or if he did actually forget because then earlier he regretted mm-hmm. so God does have the ability to enter our space and react not similarly to us but in ways that we understand I guess that makes sense since we were made in his image Yep. then the wind caused the waters to subside where did the waters go if the wind blew? Antarctica the wind was so hard and cold that it just froze and then yep. global warming is going to reverse the curse. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> What's reverse the curse from? That's some cool tagline. Of Sounds like called. a band or an album. Reverse or the curse. Do good something. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it could have been that. that. It could have been just... It went back to where where it was because some of the waters came from underneath. I think I read that. True. Yeah. It and then some back of it, it. Mm-hmm. precipitated in the 150 years, maybe. But I don't know. 150 days. The sp- oh, yeah. Yeah. The speed of precipitation, if that's the word. Yeah, I definitely learned about that in geography back in the day. Or it could have been science, but I don't remember science anymore. It's just biscuit chefery. Oh, biscuit chefery. That's a new thing. <laughs> um, and if they got off the boat and it was just deserted floodplains. Or maybe God used the water to quickly grow plants so that when they did land, it was like, oh, lush. Mm. Like, yeah, I right. don't know how much damage the flooding actually did to the plants. Yes, were. because it does say that it wiped out every creature. Yeah. It doesn't say it wiped out every plant. Atlantis! Yeah. that That is one theory. Right. Atlantis. I um, and I I'm okay with that, honestly. I think if, if Atlantis was... Uh, created by the descendants of Cain. What if Nod, or what did he name the, his city? Enoch or something? Yep. What if that city was Atlantis? Boom. Just Love in it. the Greek tongue instead of... Love it! Come and on. how there's parallel stories in other creation stories of other cultures that mm-hmm. have a flood story. Yeah. And so it's quite a big, common mm-hmm. agreement that something like this happened. Yes, so then that would tend, uh, that would land us to believe that maybe it did flood the entire world, wherever yeah. civilization was. Um, but but then again, it could have just been the one area, and then at Babel, they all dispersed all oh, over true. the world, and that was where they harkened back to. Okay, so 150 days is how long it took for the wind to uh, subside the waters. Uh, and so then that... Um, I began referring to this whole event as the year of the flood. Yep. Um, because then we're up to 350 days. Uh, and then Noah sent out the raven. Yeah, throwing birds. <laughs> and the raven came back empty-taloned. Oh, uh, poor buddy. Then the dove went out and brought back an olive branch. I mean, not, not a branch. Could you imagine that? <laughs> She's like, I brought you this, buddy. <laughs> hey, you want to plant this aboard? Oh, and there's olives on it. And she's like, oh, fresh. I don't like olives at all. Let's let's um, act like you didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> That's um, like saying I don't like dill. Dill is disgusting. Yep. All right. Um, so then he sent out another dove, or the same one, and it didn't come back. 
So then that led him to believe that, that maybe... someone ate it. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it just... Maybe it got too far away. It reached oh its halfway God, point and like, went uh, just over it. And then turned around that. and started going back. Oh, I'm running out of wing ability. Wing ability. <laughs> I'm I, running out of wing. Just <laughs> <laughs> slowly. Then just dive bombed into the water and then it got eaten by a shark or something. It could have happened. Could have happened. happened. We don't know. So, uh, verse 13 of chapter 8 says, On the first day of the first month in the 601st year, and that is of Noah's life, so happy birthday to Noah, um, the land was completely dry. Sweet. So, that would be a pretty good birthday present. I know you've been aboard an ark for an entire year. Happy birthday. Remember how it feels to walk on land? Yeah. And eat olives. Yeah. And plant a vineyard. Um, and get crunk. Mad crunk. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but then again, more waiting. Because right as it says it was completely dry, the very next verse says they waited another month to get uh, out of the ark. Oh, man. Just to make sure. I think at that stage, you'd just be so over it that yep. you just wouldn't even care. It's just another month. I'll just it's keep just doing mud. what I'm doing. Put your boots on. We're on our last rations of food for uh, all the animals, and there's only rations. so many pigeons that things can eat before they uh, start going... Not baggy. Yeah, I was going to say ape, but apes don't eat pigeons, and I thought that would get weird. Well, okay. Maybe they would. Maybe. 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 Yeah, who knows? We're out of bananas. <laughs> Give me that pigeon! <laughs> I heard pigeons are like the bananas of birds. Ooh. Okay, um... So, verse 19, how many more were there, how many animals, how many more animals were there aboard the Ark than when they first bought it? Probably a ton. Because they probably bred, like, yeah. rabbits. And At least other the rabbits did. Animals. Unless they were sleeping magically. Spiritually. Because we know no, that there no, would have no, been no more not. elephants, because that's a very long labor. Oh, yeah. It's more than a year or something like that. So, yes. Um, also, aquatic life, that... Could didn't have. get wiped out, did it? No. Um, but it could have gone nuts. It And then as it subsided, did. maybe there were fish everywhere. Whoa. Dancing. And that's what all the carnivores Penguins. ate. Oh. <laughs> carnivores. I see yeah, penguins to. are carnivores. And they I could guess. have just stayed on the land. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here. That's right. Smile and wave, boys. Um, also, I wonder how many humans were born. Because mm. they could have made, like, three or four humans. Uh, yeah, so we saw in this movie that... Um, the saddest part of the movie. <laughs> there were twins born to Hermione Granger, um, which... which Was well, a terrifying birth. I, I, but then again, I think it does kind of make sense, because if Shemham and Japheth were all born in Noah's 500th year of life, or whatever, whatever it was, then they have the twin or triplet gene in oh them. yeah so then every child that they have has an x amount of chance of of having twins and triplets and it gets more the older you get hmm whoa maybe someone said that's that one way to multiply so much multiply but yes it was only one year aboard so they would have to go on board pregnant yeah for that to have happened in that well not really but you know um, I guess there wouldn't be too much to do aboard, but let's not get into that. Um, yeah, we're not going to do a biology lesson. 
Because we're not scientists. Because this is scripture read badly. Scripture read badly, not, not science done badly. Biscuit making. Yeah. <laughs> no biscuit chefery at the moment. Um, okay, verse 20, it's the offerings to God, and that is taken from the clean animals that God instructed them yeah. to take aboard. And it's the very first thing they do while on land is they sacrifice to God and say, thank you for keeping all of us alive. We look forward to the next X amount of years. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and then God promises life and life abundantly and says, be fruitful, multiply and and all that. Uh, and then then in the beginning of, verse, of chapter nine, he says, I put the fear of man inside all creatures. Boom. Take so, that, creatures. And then, Be dominioned. Yeah, that's right. We regain dominion because that's what God did in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then that had me thinking about animals that people say are more scared of you than you are of them. Um, that's probably because of this. Yep. So anytime that we freak out about snakes because they attack people, it's only because they're afraid of us because of the flood. Because of the dominion we have. Yes. So remember that. Um, although that may not remember necessarily. Remember that. That <laughs> you have dominion over all of the snakes. Although it may not necessarily save your life. Oh, no, it won't. Um, You'll get killed. Yes. And then God says, now you can eat meat. Snake I have given meat? you all these things to eat. And then later on with Abraham. No, not with Abraham. With Moses. My Moses. bad. He changes it a bit. Yeah. He says, don't be like everyone else change your diet a little bit yeah um but he gives us everything to eat and that would kind of uh so so here's the thing if vegetation wasn't really that lush after the flood if it took it quite a long time to replenish then that would make sense we could eat pigeons and quail and just all of the animals we just saved delicious birds (laughs) yeah um all the ones that have been breeding like crazy oh true um, and so I like that verse, verse nine, uh, sorry, verse three, um, because it reminds us that we can eat meat and we had some good <laughs> lamb today. We had some amazing oh, lamb today. Delicious I haven't lamb had lamb soup. for so long. Mm, it was good. And then chicken schnitty for chicken dinner. Chicken schnitty is so good. None of that would have been possible without chapter nine, verse three. No, we'd have to have like potato schnitty. Gross. <clears throat> Vegetables. Um, okay, lifeblood. What's the deal with lifeblood? I think this is a theme throughout the Bible about how valuable life is, and when we spill the lifeblood, either technically or philosophically, um, it affects the rest of humanity just like this. Like when Ca- mm. oh, not Caleb. When Cain killed. The red thread of violence through humanity started and increased and got bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. But God wants no red thread of violence mm. because it spills lifeblood. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, yep, that makes sense. And he wouldn't want us to eat it. Nope. Oh, yeah, no. Because um, that is kind of allowing it to go further. Yep. A- and uh, from what this Noah movie showed us, that was what they would do. They would yeah. just... Rip off the leg of a deer and eat it raw. Eat it raw. And, and that's unhealthy too because we know that because we're biscuit chefs. Exactly. If we weren't biscuit chefs, we would not know that you could die because of ingesting yeah. another animal's blood. Don't put animal blood in your biscuits. So so maybe that was 
Um, maybe that was God just doing a little bit of biscuit chefery. Right? Definitely. Right Except he did it right. Yes. Yes. Uh, he was God more God is nothing. Nice. If no, I never ha- know how to say that expression. He's <laughs> nothing if not a biscuit chef. <laughs> I really hope nobody had just paused it right there when you say God, God is nothing. Is very much not just a biscuit <laughs> chef. God is more than a biscuit chef. Yeah, there you go. Yep, that's good enough. Okay, uh, verses 12 to 17 are the rainbow as the sign of the covenant. Uh, Your thoughts on the rainbow? Uh, As far as I know, because I'm a biscuit chef, it's refracted light. No, yeah, it's refracted light, Mm -hmm. which is somehow related to water. So he's just like, here you go. It's beautiful. It has something to do with water. Remember that I'm not going to destroy you with water. Right. Okay. Um, I think... Is that anywhere close? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's it's light refracted through water particles um, in, in the air. So you were spot on there with your biscuit chef knowledge. Um, I think that this makes sense as a sign to mm-hmm. humanity because there was never rain before. Nope. So all of a sudden, the rain clouds disappear and there's... A this rainbow, awesome thing, yeah. what the heck? We've never seen that before in our lives, yep. in all of humanity. So God's like, well, consider that your sign of what happened. And, and go I find promise- the pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and that's how leprechauns were born. <laughs> that's how leprechauns exist. Um, the flood. Okay, then we move into a very interesting section here at the end of chapter 9 and at the end of this episode. And that is... <laughs> Noah planting a vineyard and getting crazy oh. naked drunk. He just loves grapes. Just berries. <laughs> just like his dad before him. Could you imagine if he, if he was just out there saying, oh, I'm just going to plant this vineyard and it's going to be lovely. I love eating grapes. And then he, he planted so many grapes <laughs> and reaped such a fruitful harvest that he just left them there in a vat for yep, a while. Accidentally made. Didn't even crush them. Nope. And they just fermented and formed this really sweet and crazy wine. Crazy wine. And then he went, whoa, this actually smells kind of good. And I love grapes and I'm thirsty. So why don't I drink this? And then boom, next thing you know, he's lying butt naked on the ground. Or it could have been how vicious the flood was to him because he had to see a lot of people die. Yes. That he had this brokenness in him and he was like, I know what I need, wine. Yeah. Yep. And then what happened? Uh, (laughs) Then then his son, Ham, came out of nowhere and he's like, whoa, I see my father naked. I see London. I see France. (laughs) I see see my father's lack of underpants. And then he went and told his brothers, like a little tattletale. He's like, Guess what? Guess what? I just saw. <laughs> I just saw the moon, and it wasn't the one in the sky. And then his brothers come, and they're like, "What the heck are you talking about? This is this is crazy. You're not meant to look at that." And then they so covered him up. And uh, what what blows me away is that uh, it's probably because I have no cultural understanding yep. of what it was like then, or even in the the Hebrew culture back when the Bible was originally penned. But um, I don't. I understand that it's a shameful thing yeah. to uh, not try and cover somebody that is naked or whatever, um, or even just to go and tell people instead. It shows that you don't really have your heart in the right place. But he just saw a butt. Isn't isn't that all that happened? No. Well, it depends on what scholars you're reading. Some scholars take it to mean 
uh, what is the word for using a word to mean something else? Uh, metaphor? Yeah. Or there's simile? another word for it. A simile or a metaphor for... Um, symbolism? Abusive. Abu- like sexual abuse to his father. Oh, right. And it was like an actually big shame thing. Because I've thought that too. Like, uh, he saw his butt. Whatever. Yeah. But someone once told me that it could have been that he did something abusive to his dad in the drunken state. Right. And then his his brothers found out. Oh, And they were okay. like, how could you do that to our dad? He's mm-hmm. already been through so much. And even in the movie, you saw that. Like, this... That son yeah. had actually plotted to kill his dad. Yeah. And so he has this enmity towards his dad. So maybe he would go ahead and abuse his dad again mm. and then run off, which he does in the movie too. Right. And so it could be that it was just a shame-based culture and that something shameful happened, or it could have been this big other thing. Because mm. you see that in the Book of Ruth too, that some words could be used to say something different. Right, to like it. laying at Boaz's feet. Yeah, uncovered the feet actually meant something else. Yeah, right. So, it meant uncover something else. Yeah! Okay. Bam, bam, bam. Um, all right, then Noah's curse on Ham yep. was on Ham's son. Uh, so he's like, cursed is Canaan, and Ham's like, sweet, I get off scot-free. Yeah, I mean, my descendants me. are screwed, but yeah. awesome. I'm I'm good. Um, but I wonder if culturally that was important because they were so much into their Oh, legacy. I'm sure it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been... She's like, no, put it on me, put it on me! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It totally, totally would have been like that. Because um, you imagine whatever legacy you're going to leave, um, if there's somebody that you have responsibility for like a yep. child you want their life to be as good as it can be yep, you want them to be blessed you want them to be a blessing and if somebody curses them then it is the lowest blow yep um so he curses canaan and blesses shem and japheth so he blesses the the fathers there um and i guess that blessing continues on to a thousand generations or whatever it is yep. so uh, although he's not God, so uh, that's a that's a different argument. Anyway, Noah lived for another 350 years after the flood, and that's probably enough to re-establish uh, a decent civilization. Oh yeah, he could have a few babies. Oh yeah, oh he could have many many babies, um, unless his wife was like a three baby kind of girl. Oh that's true. She's like I'm done. Yeah, 650, three children. That's <laughs> enough for me. Just like what. <laughs> No, uh, could, could you imagine, for the first 500 years, Noah is just... Come on, I want babies. <laughs> I want babies. And then she's like, fine, here's three, no more. We're done. We can I rely didn't on... even like those three. <laughs> we can rely on our sons to repopulate True. the earth. Um, yes, I think that's that that's interesting. Odd. And a slight difference here between the Bible and the movie is that uh, the Bible says that their wives were aboard the ark. Yep. Not just... Hermione Granger and her babies. And her babies. Um, <laughs> okay, so that is Noah, according to Scripture Read Badly. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. If you have any answers to any of our questions or if you think that we are kind of on the right track yeah, or kind of on the wrong, wrong track. Or if you want some good biscuit recipes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're open for that too. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or email scripturereadbadly at gmail.com and tell us your thoughts. Um, also, you can find us on our own personal blogs. Jeremy, what's yours? Don't eat trash.com. Sweet. Don't eat trash. Don't eat trash. 
dot com. Mine is another unnecessary blog dot wordpress dot com because uh. I don't want to have to pay for a domain. Um, and it's in another unnecessary blog. <laughs> and uh, yep, yeah, you can find what we are thinking about there. And that I think is everything. Remember, read your Bible, pray every day. And, and eat apples, they're so good for you. And biscuits. Yeah, biscuits especially. Yeah. Apple biscuits. Uh, I think that's it. Cool. Goodbye.